The Crossman Conversation brought to you today by Community Legal Services, Maynard Cooper, Frontier Partners, by Crossmark Services, and Roto Speaks. The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. The Crossman Conversation is hosted by John Crossman. John's heart is to see our community of leaders unite around what we have in common. John will be joined by political leaders, religious leaders, as well as activists making a difference in our nation. Here is your host for the Crossman Conversation, John Crossman. Hello, this is John Crossman, and welcome to the Crossman Conversation. Before we get started, Mike. Hey, my friend. How are you, sir? All right. I got a quick story for you. All right. Um, I just want you to think about, like, when you think of me, there are certain things that, you know, probably come to mind, right? Absolutely. All right. Now, one of them is I got a lot of family from Indiana. You know, that like a very strong Indiana connection, my I, family. You know, the, I remember that now that yeah, you said yeah, that, yeah. but that one I had forgotten. Yeah, honestly. there you go. And you know that uh, uh, my dad was a Methodist minister. I knew that. Methodist background, right? And a bridge named after yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, bridge named after him. Bridge right. building. Right. You know, and then uh, my family being involved in civil rights. Absolutely. Big thing. And um, I really love college football. I know that one. And I'm a big history guy. Yep. Right. So who would you know? I could check every one of those boxes. Dr. Joel Hunter, and he's our guest today. All right. Yeah. So, Dr. Hunter, thanks for being here with us. I'm so glad to be with you guys. He, uh, so, Dr. Hunter, you, you are all those things. Indiana, Methodist, civil rights, bridge building. You do all those things. Football, history guy. You do check all those boxes. Am I correct? I, you, we are evidently brothers from another mother. <laughs> And you also, you know, it's Mike, something that people I think would be surprised about, both Dr. Hunter and I, we're both on the more the introverted side of things. No way. Yeah. No, people, people yeah. surprised. I mean, people, are people surprised when they hear that about you, Dr. Hunter? They really are. But it's, it's, it's no secret that there are some people who are more comfortable speaking to thousands of people than they are just uh, speaking to two or three. So, um, and I, you know, I've, I've said, uh, forever that I could spend my whole life in a library as long as my wife Becky was one stack over. <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking about you that I, I, I feel real kinship with you with that, that I, I could enjoy doing a lot of things that's helping a lot of people, but particularly on a weekend, I tend to be kind of by myself and I, and I enjoy that. So I get it. So Dr. Hunter, I want to talk to you a little about leadership and I, you know, you, you are so kind to put it with my uh, crazy questions I've asked you in the past. So I have a similar, similar one for you. Okay. So you, are you ready for some, would you rather kind of questions for me? Are you ready? <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. So I got, I got a, a few here for you. So here's my first one, Dr. Hunter, if you go back in time, would you rather be the head football coach of the 1972, I think, 71, 72, undefeated Miami Dolphins. Okay. Now think about that. Cause like, if you were that, you'd have the, you know, whole rest of your life, you had the undefeated season and you'd probably have a restaurant named after you. So think about that. Or would you rather be, and go back in time, be the head basketball coach of the 1984 U.S. Olympic team, you know, with a young Michael Jordan, you know, before the dream team stuff, this is back when we had college kids playing and win a gold medal. So you as a, as a sports guy, as a leader, which of those two teams would you rather have been a, been a coach of? Well, team-wise, I'd rather do the basketball thing, but for the sake of basketball, stick me with football every time because I know absolutely nothing about basketball. <laughs> You'd be like, give it to Jordan. There you go. No, that's fair. That's exactly. Fair. That's fair. 
That's exactly right. That's not, listen, that's why you're a good leader. All right, question two, question two. This is uh, military history, okay? Would you rather be, let's call it like a colonel boots on the ground on D-Day, or would you rather be, let's say, uh, a naval captain uh, at Midway? Which of those two military things would you have rather, if you had to be in historically, which one would you rather be? Oh, hands down D-Day. I mean, I've, I've been there. I've seen what those guys uh, did. Uh, they are just unbelievable heroes. So, um, and and I, I just uh, admire that um, that um, and military initiative so much, and how, all those guys that lost their lives for our sake. So, anyhow, that's where I'd be. I'd be among those guys. You know, Doctor Hunter, I'm, I agree with you on that one too. And here's why. If I'm going to die in some terrible situation, I want to die on the ground. <laughs> I don't want to die yeah. in a ship <laughs> or an airplane. I just yeah. assume just go right into the dust. That's, that's exactly. <laughs> exactly. If I'm going out, that's the way I want. All right. My last one. My last one, doctor. Are you ready for number three? This is the last one. You ready? Okay. I am. I right, am. You want to think about this a little bit. If you could be a presidential advisor. Now, listen, this doesn't mean spiritual it's like on all matters right so any subject for any u.s president prior to the year 2000 okay 776 year 2000 which president and and by the way when i thought about this question like i think some people might jump to like oh i would love to be an advisor too and they think of like the president they like the most but i'm like hey they probably don't need your advice maybe advise you know taft to lose weight or you know, or somebody like Harrison, free the slaves. You're like, so like if you think you're, you know, you're a history guy. So which 76, 2000 advisor, like you have the ear of a president to be like, Hey, maybe you don't do that. What do you have a, which president would you want to kind of lean in a little bit on? Hands down, Abraham Lincoln. Really? Um, not only because I would learn as much from him as I could possibly give to him. But that was such a crucial time in our history, deciding what our nation would be, that just to be a part of that um, um, segment of our history would be uh, just a thrill and an honor. And you would be like, don't go to the theater. Don't go. (laughs) Stay home. (laughs) I'd be that ordinarily. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Let's read books together. Yeah, exactly. That's right. All right. So, Dr. Hunter, with all this subject, one of the things that I think comes out to me, if I really reflect deeply on it, is that in every scenario we've mentioned, whether whether it's athletics um, or historic or, you know, military, leadership is tough. It is tough. And I think a lot of people don't understand the weight, the heavy, the crown. Like I think about these college football coaches and like, I don't know how they do it. I mean, you might think, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, man, the pressure they feel, but, but the choice of leadership is hard. I mean, that's a real thing, right? And, and I think a lot of people probably don't get the weight of how tough that can be. That's for sure. Uh, well, the thing about leadership is if you're really um, a good leader, you carry the weight of the entire personnel of the organization that you're leading. The leadership isn't about um, making the right decisions or being smarter than anybody else. Uh, leadership is about serving those who are on mission with you. Um, and that's what is 
um, so difficult. Uh, of course, every leader has to face opposition, um, and but that's not nearly as difficult as um, lifting up the burdens of those who are also trying to serve with you. So, um, so that leadership is a very difficult spot because your life is not your own. Your life belongs to those that you're leading. Well, and it's in that, I mean, for you specifically, like, I got to imagine you could be taking a shower, getting ready for the morning, and you're like, gosh, man, people are homeless. People are hungry. People are, yeah. you know, and, and the weight, uh, I could imagine it could get crushing of just like, oh my gosh, like you can't boil the ocean. And so then you have to come back to like, I've got to focus yeah. on this issue. I mean, I had this happen to me. You know, sometimes an issue will happen and people will text me, message me and like, John, you should get on this. And I'm like, bro, I can't. I can't do every issue. I have to pick and choose, but the weight yeah. of that can be very, very burdensome. Is that right? Well, it, it is right, John. And you know that personally, especially with uh, uh, racial uh, prejudice and bias, and and you've carried that weight a long time. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I do get up every day, and I feel the weight of those who are homeless and struggling and have. Um, co-occurring um, challenges in their lives. Um, I've, I've just always been wired to care more about those who couldn't care for themselves um, than I have to um, um, really uh, respond to and be in league with those who were overachievers. I just, um, and, and you do, that's the weight, the cost of love um, is that it actually costs you something. Yeah. Uh, so when you when you when you love uh, people, um, then their their hurts are your hurts, and mm-hmm. so yeah, it is. It's it's a it's a very draining thing. I uh, uh, was talking one time with a group, and they were asking me about diversity, and it, this was in the context of real estate and you know kind of developers, sort of wealthy people. Mm-hmm. And I, one of the things I said is like, look, if a young black man is getting an MBA from Harvard, like I almost don't consider that diversity. And I said, what do I mean by that? Is like that young man doesn't need my help. But the mm-hmm. young man that came from a single parent household, but living below the poverty level, that's now at Bethune-Cookman University, that's the kid that yeah. needs my advocacy. And that's, and that's what you're saying because, and then that yeah. kid doesn't have an advocate, you know? And, and Dr. Yeah. Howard, the other thing too is, and I'm dealing with this on a big issue I'm on right now that has to deal with a little bit of the topic we're talking about in a second. Man, I meet some leaders that don't care. I mean, it's sort of sad and shocking how sometimes you can talk to other leaders and you're like, gosh, this issue is important. And they look at you and they're like, eh. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and I so it's know. tough. That's real, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that, well, leadership has this danger. And the danger is the longer you're a leader, the more uh, you're surrounded by people who agree with you and and just want to protect you. Um, and, and it begins to creep in, uh, to a place where you're enjoying the safety, uh, and you're enjoying the admiration, um, and, and it's human nature, I think, to seek pleasure rather than pain. Sure. Um, so, uh, so we're surrounded by leaders who, um, are, are enjoying their roles. They feel like they've earned, you know, a time of rest and, and comparative peace. Um, but there are more and more people who need them. So it is frustrating, uh, when other leaders, uh, don't care. Now I understand that, com- 
burnout compassion. You know, sure, the, sure. The, you know, you've got to give yourself a break. You can't take on everything. Um, but, um, but I guess it's, it's kind of like being a doctor who goes through, you know, surgery after surgery. Uh, many of those doctors just um, become mechanical. Um, and they don't care really for the patients anymore or, or be concerned about them. And, and so leaders in um, nonprofits have to be very careful of that same dynamic. Excellent point. Well, Dr. Hunter, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about this new cool thing you're working on that we want to make sure gets a lot of attention. Um, so we're taking Terrific. a brief uh, segment break, and we'll be right back to the Crossman Conversation. Managing a team that has a lack of accountability and effective communication can be frustrating. Bill Roto-Rooter can help you build a cohesive team and a collaborative work environment. As a retired commander of the Navy's premier training system and research development organization, Roto has the experience to help you build trust and a high-performing team as you navigate high-pressure situations. To schedule a complimentary call with Roto, go to rotospeaks.com and complete the form and put the Crossman conversation in the message field. I'd like to thank Maynard Cooper and Gale PC for being a sponsor of our program. Maynard is a full-service law firm with over 350 attorneys and 14 offices nationally who serve with professional excellence in everything from corporate and business matters to day-to-day legal issues. The office in Central Florida focuses its practice in real estate, corporate transactions and organization, banking and finance, along with trust and estates. To learn more, visit MaynardCooper.com. Community Legal Services is a civil legal aid organization providing no-cost legal help to the underserved. They call it Legal Aid for All. Their attorneys assist with legal issues related to family law, housing, domestic violence, veterans' benefits, and much more. Community Legal Services is a community-supported program. To learn more and help support the mission, visit clsmf.org. That's clsmf.org. Community Legal Services. Legal Aid for All. Crossmock Services is a commercial real estate firm offering a wide range of professional services, including advisory, brokerage and leasing, investing, and property management. Our staff comprises the industry's most seasoned professionals who possess the needed knowledge in real estate investments, analysis, and portfolio management to drive growth. See how Crossmark can work for you. That's CrossmarkServices.com. Are you willing to serve communities in crisis around the world to people who are impoverished, oppressed, and persecuted? Frontier Partners International offers mission opportunities in areas least served to meet the needs of the helpless, hapless, and hopeless, and is currently serving earthquake survivors in Syria. Share the love and joy of Christ and give the gift of a hope-filled future to someone in desperate need. Learn more at FrontierPartners.org. That's FrontierPartners.org. Once again, here is John Crossman. All right, we're back here at the Crossman Conversation with Dr. Joel Hunter. Dr. Hunter, go ahead and plug the thing you're here to plug. <laughs> I'm teasing. Well, I'm teasing you. you. No, uh, tell us about it. This is really cool, and this is a super important topic, but just give us a big picture of what's going on and, and how can we help. All right, a big picture. I've been... Uh, um, concerned and uh, active for years in the crisis of homelessness in our Central Florida community, which is uh, really literally at a crisis stage. stage and noticed that many of the homeless uh, have mental issues, 
Uh, and so there's this great organization, Dave's House, that combine um, permanent, uh, affordable, uh, I'm sorry, affordable, permanent, supportive housing and mental health stabilization um, and a sustainable new life for those in our community with severe mental illness. I mean, it just combines so many of these crisis uh, factors and challenges. Um, and so, um, and it was started by this couple who out of their private funds, uh, her brother was a schizophrenic. Um, his name was Dave. And uh, so they started this, um, this tremendous organization in cooperation with uh, mental health organizations, Aspire in our area, um, to um, house these folks permanently. Um, they have case management, they have uh, peer support, they have mentoring, they have um, uh, professional um, uh, life skills. And uh, so any, anyhow, it's just the neatest um, um, operation and I've seen these I've been to these uh, these houses uh, that that um, house two or three or four um, folks with severe mental illness now stabilized now um, being productive um, and now volunteering in the community themselves uh, and they're in neighborhoods that you and I would live in uh, very nice houses and and it's, so it's a wonderful ministry. Uh, and I'm a big fan. Gotcha. And so um, when people think about if they know someone in need uh, that, that this could be a match for, they go to the website, how do they get connected with the ministry? Uh, just go to Dave's house, um, Dave house uh, website. Um, and um, it's uh, Dave's house.org. Okay. Um, www.daveshouse.org, no apostrophe, just a, uh, and and they can learn all about uh, that ministry. They have a special event coming up on October seventh uh, at the Orlando Museum of Art. Okay, that's cool. Um, that you can get tickets to um, and be in the room with a lot of um, community leaders that are going to. Uh, be people that you just you want to get to know because these are going to be folks that are involved in so many ways with so many organizations in our community. It's not just about Dave's house. It's about gathering um, other um, leaders that are um, leading the charge with other um, community health challenges. And so that's kind of where we are. And, and and that's important. People need to know, like, a lot of times resources are, are linked, right? It's like, I was yeah. actually talking to Ruth about this. It's like, you know, when you have a learning disability, and then sometimes that can be a, you can have a law enforcement issue, and then you have a housing issue. So when you're talking about getting all these leaders together, it's somebody might think, oh, are there so those, quote, competing charities? It's like, no, they they work together because a lot of times it's a similar exactly. case. Is that, is that correct? Exactly. You, you've got to get, you've got to, all, all of these issues have co-occurring um, issues. Um, it's not just one thing that you have to address. There's always factors uh, that enter in that unless you address all of these, the person's not going to get better um, long-term. So getting uh, that, 
those kinds of folks in a room at once and the funders. Uh, there'll be major funders there uh, that they participate by um, financial support. And so it's, it's just a really good event. That's awesome. Well, I got I got to say this one thing to Mike. Mike, you're going to find this interesting. All right. Okay, listen. So at this event, they have a award, and it's called the Dr. Joel Hunter Award. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and you know who's going to win it is uh, Dr. Joel Hunter. <laughs> is that, I mean, Dr. Hunter, were you surprised? Was that like a shocker when they told you that you were going to win the Dr. Well, Joel Hunter Award? I was, I was totally, I was totally shocked at the, at the, because this is, this is going to be an annual award. Um, I, I'm the first recipient, uh, but they're going to do the. They're going to yearly give a, a Joel C. Hunter Award for those that have dedicated long-term service to the vulnerable in Central Florida. And what thrills me about that, I, I probably I probably couldn't even accepted it because I don't I don't deserve it. Other you know other people deserve it more. But the fact that we could honor other people in our community that have been at this a long time and helped out the vulnerable uh, in our community, that's what thrills me. Um, and so um, being able to because there's a, there's a lot of us, John, that, you know, we just we just do what we do. Um, but we will never win Central Floridian, Floridian of the Year or anything like that. Um, and we're not in it for that. But yet the the community needs to um, understand that those that have been doing this for um, years and decades uh, are faithful people who deserve uh, some sort of recognition. So that's what thrills me is, is the future um, uh, and being able to award this this. Um, this recognition to other people. I, well, it's funny. It's like, I, I'd love to keep to making jokes and teasing you about it. Cause it's, you know, it's just funny. And I, I get it how that would be awkward. And like, be funny if they called you like, we have this thing called the Dr. Joel Hunter award and we're going to give it to buddy Dyer. You know, that would be weird. But, yeah. right? but, but on the other hand, it's like, when I think about that from just like a kind of a cold, like taking a step back, it makes a ton of sense. Right. Because it's like what you said in the beginning, you're, you're an advocate for people that don't have a voice. And then, you know, when you think about like um, in business, you know, if you go someplace, you go to Publix and you buy a product, you give them the cash, you give the product, there's this even exchange. What we have in communities is we have communities that need resources that don't have resources. And so you have to get people in a different community to give their resources to another community. Like that connection, exactly. it's so hard. It's like, yeah, I did a lot of work in prison ministry. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's like trying to get that connection point. And so what happens is that you, the human, become the bridge, right? You are the bridge because, exactly. because people can say, well, what's Dave's house? And it's like, well, you know, Joel Hunter is like, oh, yeah, no, no, I know who Joel Hunter is. Well, you know, we're recognizing advocate. Like, that's the connection point. And so it's funny is I had this conversation one time with um, John Rivers, and he, he talked about how there's John Rivers, the human, and then there's John Rivers, the brand, and that he had to get his head around, like, if somebody's like, like they don't like four Rivers barbecue. I don't know who would not like four Rivers barbecue, but apparently they're <laughs> wackos out there. But if somebody says, Oh, I hate four rivers, they're not saying they hate John rivers. It's like, it's the brand. Right. So, but the right. brand has value. And so like Dr. Joel Hunter, there's a, it's a brand that creates connectivity and that all fits in. And so I think for you, it's like, once you make that connection, like, Oh, okay. It's not about let's lift Joel up as much as about we're trying to highlight them. Then it all kind of comes together. 
you know? Exactly, John. You get this. Yeah. Because you're that kind of leader yourself. <laughs> well, you uh, know, hey, look. At, 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 our, at, our stage, at our stage of life, John, we, we've gotten enough recognition. We don't need money anymore. We don't need, you know, um, you know, awards. Um, but we're in a position to lift up other people. Yeah. And uh, we're in a position to make sure that they can get the credibility um, and, and the funding of what you, what, what is third party validation, you know, kind of, yeah. kind of, Oh man, um, they said I was okay. They said I was doing a good job. This is going to help. This is going to further my mission and lift up the people that I'm trying to help. So that's the fun of it. Well, it's I, I've made this joke with my own team. I'm like, please don't ever let anyone give me another plaque. Like, please stop with the plaque. Yeah. <laughs> like, take the money you would have spent on the plaque and give it to you know charity. Um, but yeah. you're you're you nailed it. You're you're totally totally right. Um, and you know, look, I've said this before too. It's like why is a Tony a Tony? Why is the Heisman the Heisman? Why is the a Grammy a Grammy, right? Like, but but over time, that name becomes branded to something that's meaningful. And if we're trying to say this is the best Broadway star, or this is the best quarterback, hey, this is the best advocate for homelessness. Well, that, dude, that's important too, right? And it's a yeah. very serious issue. And so all that we can do to get as many leaders together together and support that, that's absolutely critical. Um, so Dr. Hunter, we, we need people to hear this and know, like, if you're ever, you, you're driving through an intersection and you see somebody that has this sign and you're like, oh my gosh, somebody could, should do something about that. The response in my brain is there is somebody doing it. It's you, you're like you, the person driving your car. Yeah. And it yeah. doesn't mean you have to do something right then and there. If you feel called to sure. But what you can do is like donate to Dave's house and help those professionals do what they do. Did I, is that, is that the message we want to get out there? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the Dave's house has a, a specialty um, with a severe mental illness. And a lot of these folks do have severe mental illness. Um, and uh, along with permanent supportive housing. Um, and we've, we've helped already uh, over 100, uh, house over 100 uh, folks. Um, um, so that was, you know, a lot of times when I, this is most of my life. When I don't know how to do something, I give to people who do know how to do there it. There you go. Right. Um, and so that's that's really what to do with it. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Well, uh, we encourage our listeners to look that up. And if they can go to that event, that's awesome. If you can't go, but you can donate, we'd encourage you to do that as well. And, um, you know, be thinking about future award winners uh, on something like that. Like, let's try to do all we can to acknowledge. And the arch of this show has been about leadership. And, you know, when Dr. Hunter and I were talking about historic stuff it's easy to look back and say they did a great job but in the moment uh, a lot of leaders are struggling and suffering and the more we can do to support them and encourage them and what they're doing to make impact the better dr hunter thank you for being a great indiana methodist football loving uh (laughs) military history guy and my friend and i thank you for all you continue to do as a leader and making our community a better place for everybody so thank you well, back at you, John. You're you're uh, one of my heroes, and thank you for all you do. It's my pleasure. This has been the Crossman Conversation. As always, support your local HBCU. This has been Crossman Conversation, produced by a Crossman Career Builders Mark Radio Production.